Welcome to the SWP. It's brought to you by All Insurance Ontario and Jim K. Ford, your Ottawa-certified pre-owned Ford dealer. They remove all of the worries with a 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage, vehicle history report, purchase financing rates from 1.99%, 24-hour roadside assistance, and a whole lot more. See, that's peace of mind when you're buying a vehicle. Check out jimkford.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house. How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call, let's have that talk, and we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. The SWP, Ottawa Sports Talk, every weekday. Uh, welcome to the proceedings, ladies and gentlemen, recording here on April 19th as snow falls in the nation's capital, which is just stupid. Yes, Mother Nature, you're being stupid right now. What, is my, what has mankind ever done to you, Mother Nature? Huh? Huh? No. Forget I asked. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. It's Steve and Jimmy. Thank you to our fine sponsors, Jim K. Ford, All Insurance Ontario. Thank you to our amazing Patreon members as well. And Jimmy... Thanks to you as well. How are uh, you? Absolutely, yeah. I was waiting for that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Late in the and game, I got to you though. No, no, I insist you. No, no, I insist the, <laughs> the two chipmunks. Um, so Stevie, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, just looking at the standings, we were just talking about it, and how many teams are playing great. So there's six-ish games left, give or take, right? Mm-hmm. Depending on the team, of course. Uh, so they're great games to watch now, right? There's there's the wild card stuff, right? Is uh, one of I, I think the the West is kind of settled uh, pretty much, but uh, uh, not really. You know, Vancouver, Vegas, wild card. They're, they're only a point apart. So I'm watching games, Stevie. Okay, I, lo- I love watching these games because they're, they're bigger, Stevie. You know, playing, uh, having, to, having to try and make the playoffs are, are more exciting games to me than actual playoffs. Some, really? Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely, right? To see a team fight for their life. So... Uh, in all my life, Stevie, we've talked about what I think are the dumbest comments ever by sportscasters. Okay. Okay. And still my, I think the one that takes the cake for me over all the years I've been watching sports was the commentator during a, during a PGA event asking, they asked him about the golf course and he said, it favors the long straight hitter. Right. Okay, so that was always that was always my dumbest thing I'd ever heard in sports. Until Steve uh watching a few games, even the Jays I'm watching now, they're up and going, right? They're gonna be exciting. And all these uh, you know, potential potential playoff teams that are fighting for their life. So, Stevie, here's the worst. This this now moves ahead of the golf course favors the long straight hitter. This one here. Uh we're going to have to watch for him because he's rolling. So who knows what he can do? Here it is, Stevie. If he stays healthy. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. If he stays healthy, I'm going, oh, my God. I never thought, you know, I just thought if the guy snapped his clavicle in two, <laughs> that he'd still be able to keep playing. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know, Stevie, if you got, if you got speared in the nuts. And, uh, you know, ended up with a, you know, a, a nut injury that it was, I, 
I just assumed he'd be able to <laughs> rip through the rest of the league and the game as an unhealthy player. Yeah. yeah. If you know what? Stevie, if he stays healthy, right, he'll be able to do some wonderful things, Steve, for the for the team. Yeah, it goes without saying if you stay, you gotta be uh, fairly healthy yeah, to do my- well in the in the best league in the world. Uh, one way you can stay unhealthy is to leave your feet. Right? Oh, That's yeah. another classic. <laughs> oh, he clearly left his feet. Yeah, right, right. What are you right. talking about? You yeah. can't leave your feet. Well, that one, they're do... just getting mixed up, right? If he, he he left the ice, okay? They're just getting a little, a little mixed up there. But this this thing of, uh, you know, if he stays healthy, it's like, really? I don't think that's mixed up at all. I think it's yeah. a universal c- cliche, leaving your yeah. feet. You know, clearly left the ice, but he never at one, any point leaves his feet. Unless you're, I don't know. In the movie Saw, yeah, <laughs> Jigsaw leaves a hacksaw behind to allow you to get free. Here you go. Here's one way to get out of it. Anyway, well, he'll be able to. Stuff. He'll be able to keep leaving his feet, Steve, if he stays healthy. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> we should roll I'm, them all into I'm, one. How about one. James Caan in Misery? He left his feet for a minute, kind of, didn't he? Kathy Bates. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, right. What a show. That's right. one of, oh, wow, that's one of the worst scenes ever. Yeah. <sighs> Which, what, get, fill me in again. Fill me in. Is he strapped to the bed? And I don't Strapped know. to the bed, and Kathy Bates is a lunatic fan and yeah. decides that uh, he keeps trying to escape, so there's only one thing to do. Let's put a couple of blocks by each ankle, you know, taped up against each ankle so you can get good leverage as she takes the sledgehammer and smashes the feet in the opposite oh, direction. Whammo! I'm, I'm, uh, he left his feet. He clearly oh, left his feet. I'll give you that yes. one. Yeah. If you know, if he stays healthy, Steve, he'll be able to get out of there, though. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to do that, did you? <laughs> yeah, you, you, you were supposed to stay healthy, but you didn't do that, did you? Right. <laughs> uh, one of the uh, one of the things in sports that drives people crazy is the faker, the diver, and all that, and certainly sends newcomer. He's in his soccer. His so. second season now, Tim Stutzla, getting grief for that. A couple of weeks ago, Brendan Gallagher of the Montreal Canadiens took him to task on that, which is moronic when you think about it, because Brendan Gallagher is one of the great divers in the game. He doesn't mind lying down on the ice. So it was mm-hmm. totally hypocritical. But there's no question the reputation is now out there. As the Sens were falling last night in Seattle by a count of 4-2. to two. And by the way, as a side note, I can't remember the last Sens game I missed. It just didn't watch. Like it was a 10 oh. p.m. start, and I was I had to take Lindsay to the airport at 4 a.m. I was yep. zonked in front of the TV. I woke up around two in the morning, and I'd missed the oh, entire wow. game. Anyway, well, they're shitty, Steve. You didn't miss anything. Don't worry about it. Well, they lost to Seattle. I would like to get back to a world where you know expansion teams were an automatic, you know, just a just a free spot in your bingo card. I hear the hear the Seattle cracking in their first season. They beat the Sens four to two. Anyway, in the midst of that game. Tim Stutzla, who's been one of the best players in the NHL, particularly over the last two months. Uh-huh. I mean, just absolutely. He has arrived, taken his game to the next level. And so when you do that, people notice you. And mm-hmm. the reputation for diving is clearly out there. At one point in the game, it happened in the third period, sends her down three to two. And behind the Seattle net, Stutzla gets what looks like a clear high stick to the face. No call. He flinches for a second, starts to skate off the ice. And a hot mic caught somebody on the Seattle side saying, that's it, Stutzla, you effing pussy. Right. And I'm like, how is that still cool? There's no question the referee had to have heard that. None whatsoever. 
and it's just it's just fine. That's 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 acceptable dialogue in the world of anti-bullying, in the world of hockey is for everyone. I'm also thinking this is a 20-year-old kid. How about we cut the guy a little slack as he kind of feels his way around the NHL, not even done his second season yet. Yeah, so, you know, you brought up a good point when we were talking off air. Uh, and you're really good, Steve. If you stay healthy. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> a good point. I won't be any good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, of course, last week, right, this comes on the heels of the guy flipping the guy the bird and getting the $5,000 fine, right? right? And you and I both agreed this is ridiculous, okay, because I think it's a better move than it's, – it's a less harmful move than actually telling a guy to F off. Yeah, that okay. was Ryan Hartman giving the finger to Evander Kane last week. Right, so it opens up this whole, this whole new thing of going, okay, well, if that's a fine – how is telling a guy to F off not a fine? Right. How is a guy dropping the F-bomb at any time not a fine? Particularly if one's directed towards another player. So they're, they're going to have to look at all that now, okay? So they're going to have to say, the flipping the birds are fine, then absolutely that, you know, t- telling a guy F you, F off, okay, is going to be a fine, right? They're, they're going to have to do that, Steve, right? Yep. We'll have to see what lies ahead. So then you hear, you sent me that clip. So then when you hear that, it's okay, it's like, okay here's the here's the list okay in the gravity okay on a gravity scale steve flipping the bird five thousand dollar fine now okay that's like a that's like a five out of ten okay you can't do that but you're gonna get fined okay telling god f you that's now now you're into a seven out of ten f off seven out of ten okay calling stutzler what that guy did steve we're into the full-on big fine ten out of ten right in my well well, the, the five thousand is the max already. Keep in mind. Well, I'm just saying the the but the but but the gravity of it. Okay, that one is way bigger than the other two. Yeah, all you can do is start. All you can do is start suspending guys. Well, they're, you know they're the ones who started this with the guy flipping the bird. I should have. I always thought, you know, if it, that should be allowed instead of telling a guy to f off. Right. You know, a little flipping the bird. You know, it happens all day. It happens all day, but. Uh, they're into a whole new world here, Stevie. If they're gonna, if they're once they find that guy uh, for doing what he did, I don't want to overanalyze profanity and everything, but I guess we're going to. When you say that, well, I mean, I think I think we're dabbling in an area that is not not just sort of random. I mean, the mm-hmm. NHL almost has to come up with a a profanity guide to uh, to figure this stuff out. But that's a, that is a very common term in the world of hockey. You effing P, I should probably put it that way to to be fair. Right. But it's just like when you say that, that again, dabbles in that world of hockey is for everyone and bullying. And uh, why do we have an unsportsmanlike conduct rule in the NHL rule book if not to, to call on something like that? Yeah, they missed it, man. Clearly. They missed it. Yeah, they, they, they missed the call. And uh, I always think, Steve... You know, it's like, okay, well, a lot of people are going, well, get over it. It's the big, bad world of, of high-performance sports, you know, of, of the elite, of the pro leagues, of the, the top of the heap here, okay? And I'm going, well, I always think of the youth, right, Stevie? Okay, so there's been this, this you know, the, the, this thing about the, the new youth, the millennials, the zennials, the, the genials, okay? All these, okay, all these kids who are way different, Steve, than we were growing up in the 70s, okay? Right. That we had this deference for, you know, for authority and, and they don't, right? There's something's happened here 
that not all of them, Steve, you're right, but, but we're not far off, right? If we go they're a little more self-entitled, okay, <laughs> the, the youth today, poor teachers, you know, they, they can't do anything. You know, these kids know their rights and all this shit. And you're like, what? You know what? I had to, you know, even my kids growing up, Stevie, uh, each kid got a different meal. You know, when, when, when did that start? When did yeah. that all start? Right. Um, so don't blame me if you get youth hockey players screaming that stuff. Right. When they're on the ice they're like, yeah, yeah, I've got, well, the, the, uh, you know, my mentors are doing it. Okay. My heroes are doing it. You know, my, my, my favorite guy is doing it. Right. So that's what, uh, that's what I think of, of about this stuff, right. That they got to step in and go, okay, you can't do that, man. Right. And then at the same time, dude, you're on a poster for bullying to your point, Steve. Yeah. Okay. Or you're speaking on a public service announcement or something, right. When you're coming on going, this has to stop, you know, this has to stop clip oh you're the guy here screaming <laughs> so. yeah and then the p word i think it, it crosses a line it's if you say you're effing jerk i think we all kind of go all right but effing yeah, right. the effing p to me it feels like it crosses a line into uh anti you know into the whole bullying thing into the maybe it's an anti-gay slur um so anyway i i, I was bothered by it particularly because tim stutzla is is getting a bad rap for like like a really small number of incidents, like every incident you can look at, you know, I I can make an argument that you know that was legit or whatever. But again, the guy's only twenty. One way or the other, the guy's only twenty. Like he's still a kid. And uh, what are we doing here if we're not protecting kids to some degree as they develop as people? And uh, right, there's a lot worse things going on around the NHL than a guy maybe that laid on the ice too long. Like, for example, what was said against Stutzla by one member of the Seattle Kraken in that game last night. Yeah. The other thing is, if you look at the clip, folks, you go, go find it, and uh, you got to listen. you gotta, you got you to gotta perk up a bit to hear it, uh, you know, calling Stutzla what he did. But he clearly, Steve, got ripped in the mouth from the stick. Yeah. Yeah, like he got, he got, he got yeah, the blade to the head there. Break, you know, breaking away from the play. Stick went up and clipped him in the head, man. Yeah. There was no he, fake there. No, no fake he, at all. There. He definitely flinched. But if you want to see a real flinch in the first period, and Seattle, I think, scored on that power play that would ensue in the first period to open the scoring, Parker Kelly of the Senators clipped one of the members of the Kraken behind the net. And it was very similar. Looked like Kelly got him a little harder, but the guy in the made head. A, yeah, yeah, right in the face with a stick yeah. blade. And so definitely a penalty for sure. And it was bleeding. So the right call was made. I'm not complaining about that, but don't tell me there was no embellishment there. The guy got it in the face, but then he did his entire body did a full 360 in the air and then landed on the ground. I'm like, okay, oh, yeah, okay. that's <laughs> a little, I'm not saying you're diving or faking or anything, but that's, that's embellishment by definition. A little heavy, yeah. yeah. A little yeah, heavy. Right. Um, yeah. Special day on this day in history for your old pal, Wayne Gretzky. Mm-hmm. And, uh, how many years have you known Wayne Gretzky now? Uh, I've known Wayne Gretzky for 32. Wow. I met him in 1985. I drove him to the trade press conference. Uh, in, of course, in Edmonton when he got traded in 88 uh, to the Kings. And I was in Ottawa like you were, I think, when he played his last game in Ottawa. Right? Last As a game ranger. in Canada. Or last game in Canada, it was in Ottawa. Yeah, as a Ranger. Uh, so this, I, I forget where he retired. 
His final was game, it? I think, was uh, at home. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I, they were taking on the Pittsburgh. Sense. Yeah, yeah, they were taking on the Pittsburgh Penguins that night, and it happened on this date in 1999. The symmetry for this guy, right? <laughs> Number 99 retiring in 99, and I can't believe my like my my daughter's a 99, and I'm thinking, <laughs> wow, that is that's bananas. Like my my daughter's entire life has come has has, has arrived here, and she's in her early 20s now, and it's like, okay. That's uh, yeah. that's wild to me that she would never have seen Wayne Gretzky play. Time flies. Yeah, yeah likewise, right? My, my my son Jake, right, was born in '99 too. And uh, to give you an idea, Stevie, of uh, uh, how old we're getting, so I used to do some work for Gretz's website. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do some video stuff. Me and Darren Pang hosted some some deals on it, and I came up with this idea of uh showing backyard rinks i've told i've told you this story before so because it's you know wayne grew up in a backyard rink the famous one at 42 variety and so then i i said you know what you got to see some of these rinks okay that people build and make and and um so i started going around the city we got a camera and right and i i, I started walking into these yards right and some of them were like exceptional okay like where the one dude took his fence down Okay, so they shared a backyard, right? And these lots are like 50, 50 foot lots. And uh, so now you got a 100 foot rink, you know, crazy. Uh, someone made an oval, Steve, like in their backyard, just like right. a skating rink in a, with a big fire pit in the middle. And, and other ones were, were Stevie, like, like three yards long, you know, where someone, kids who couldn't even walk and yet they put their kids on skates, yeah. you know, it was, re- it was really cool. So I, I had a backyard rink. I used all those Jiffy bags which are 10 feet by 20 from a member from Canadian tire. You fill them yep. up with water, you peel the top off. And I put five or six of them together all through my backyard. And it was kind of around a tree and it was really cool. And I thought I would end this piece that I was producing uh, in my backyard. Okay. And uh, I, so I got a bunch of kids out of school. Uh, they came to the house and uh, you know, at lunchtime or wherever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was going to, so, you know, ta-da, here's, here's my rink. And, and, it happened to be at the same time that Phoenix was in town uh, and purely by coincidence, I was doing it that day. And, and to make a long story short, uh, there's a knock at the door when I'm, when I'm doing the opening of this with these kids going, we're going to go in the backyard and look at my cool back ring. I'm knocking at the door, cut. And we open the door up and there's, and there's Gretz in sweatpants, uh, hockey gloves, a hoodie, and he's got his skates on standing at the front door. <laughs> right. So, and Typical of him, right, to make the thing better. Welcome to my world, you know. And he said, are we playing hockey? Okay, so now, Steve, seven, eight kids on the step. And he walks in, and I go, I look at all the kids, and I go, who do we got here? Okay. (laughs) Pause, Stevie. Okay, because they were only six or seven years old. He was retired. (laughs) The kids are like, hockey player. Okay. <laughs> I love hockey player. Yeah, like like only one of the kids knew who it was. Yeah. You know, the rest of the kids are, you know, you you forget, right? Uh I was like, okay, okay. Weird. Yeah, yeah but anyway. Amazing you did it though. That's awesome. Yeah, totally. Totally. But I think I, you know, it gets into the conversation of Wayne Gretzky because he, he keeps coming up and all these comparisons, right? Austin Matthews having a fantastic year scoring wise. And so Leaf fans being delusional, they start making little comparisons. Is he mm-hmm. maybe as good as Gretzky, maybe better than Gretzky? It's like age plays into it. 
as with the case, the example of of uh, the kids that had no idea who Wayne Gretzky was. To me, to even participate in the discussion about how Wayne Gretzky compares to San Austin Matthews, honestly, unless you're 40, 45 years old or older, you're not really qualified. Right. To, for this right. particular discussion. I'm not demeaning anybody's, you know, hockey knowledge or anything like that. But you had to kind of live through it. You had to kind of see what Wayne Gretzky was doing. And and to me, it's not about um, you know, comparing apples to apples. It's about it's about assessing where Wayne Gretzky was compared to the pack. And do that with any player that you're comparing him to. You know, Rocket Richard, Gordy Howe, Bobby Orr, whoever it is, compare that player to how he was to the pack. How far ahead was he in the things he did so greatly uh, compared to everybody else? And to me, yeah. Wayne Gretzky wins that conversation just about every time. You know, yeah, even the guys, just, the guys in the league right now, I don't think there's anybody who stands so far ahead of everybody else, leaving everybody else in the dust. Wayne Gretzky didn't always, you know, Mario Lemieux had some amazing years in there as well, but look at the entire body of work. He had more seasons where he just belittled the rest of the league. Right. I started a while ago, Steve, I don't know, a year or two back where uh, all these all these debates all the time about who's the greatest at whatever sport, okay? But let's look at hockey. Gretzky, Lemieux, and, uh, and Brett Hall, Guy Lafleur, mm-hmm. uh, where, I, you know, and I, I decided, Stevie, a long time ago because you get into these sort of frothy debates about it, you know. Oh, sure. you're nuts. And not Mario. Well, it could have been Mario, but Mario was fucking sick. He got cancer and blah, 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 right? all, the, all this shit. So here's what I do now, Steve. The guy goes like this. He'll look at you, Steve, and go, I'll tell you what, okay? I'll tell you what, Bobby Orr. And I go like this. All right. Have and- a good night. <laughs> I do. I don't argue. I don't, I don't do anything. Oh, okay. I go like, I'll go. He goes, who do you think? I go, Bobby Orr. Then, and then so he's waiting for the big, but you know, Gretz or, or all this other shit. So, Steve, I just go, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. It, 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 it is a, is it a subjective thing, right? Who's who's the best player? Oh, of course it is. Right? It's who's like, your favorite who you, singer? Okay. Who's your favorite no drummer? Problem. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, no problem, pal. You're not going to get an argument from me. I'm not, uh, I'm not Liam here about Paul <laughs> Henderson, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and Paul Henderson, of course, as you and I have agreed for many moons, uh, does not belong in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Exactly. Good morning, Liam. Good morning, Liam. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, if he says, but he goes, he does. And I go like this. Okay, man. Yep. Have a good night. Yep. All right. Speaking of retirements, will this be the year that former Ottawa Senators at Chara calls it a career? We'll talk about that coming up after these words. With dozens of huge insurance companies fighting for your business, rates are incredibly competitive. That means you're better off selecting on fit rather than premiums since they're all pretty close. Are you a client with a boat and a cottage or rentals and investments? Let's work together to find the right fit for you. Text 8606008, All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim K. Ford is celebrating their 40th year of serving Ottawa. In my opinion, you just don't last that long in this business without being elite. Jim K. Ford has always been family owned and operated. Their amazing team of pros from sales to service is constantly training and improving to provide you with the best possible customer experience out there, in my opinion. Do a little shopping today at jimkford.com. Then you can order up your dream vehicle exactly the way you want. Visit them today, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. So the the big Z, 
Yeah. Looks like he may be calling it a career finally. He is 45 years of age. He's suited up for over 1,600 regular season games, joining only a select few in the league's history that has done that. Captain original sixth team to the Stanley Cup, won the Norris Trophy as the league's top defenseman, three-time All-Star, and uh, he's done pretty much everything. So the question is now, is this the year where he decides to call it quits? Because there's certainly not much more to accomplish for one Zidane Chara. Well, Steve, he'll be able to go another year or two, maybe three, Steve, if he stays healthy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he has. He has done that. He didn't, uh, you know, he didn't uh, lose both his legs in a car accident, which some say might have affected his career had it happened 20 years ago. Sure. Yeah. I see your point, though. I've always liked that guy, man. uh, There's there's this uh, uh, sort of cool humility about that guy, you know. Uh, and, and <clears throat> I've seen him <clears throat> straighten up guys, uh, where, where even they drop the gloves and, uh, more often than not, he, he looks like he's a nice guy saying to the guy, you don't want to do this, man. Right. You know, like he, he can straight arm a guy, right. And it's, his arms a mile and a half fucking long. right? <laughs> and he can hold a guy there. He's, he's, you know, he's unbelievably strong, right. He's like Thor, right. That guy. But but I've, always, I've I've seen more incidents like that as opposed to him grabbing a guy, pulling him in, and filling him. You right. know, uh, and I always admired that about that guy. You know, it's like you know you don't want to do this, dude. Okay, you do you do not want to do this, right? First of all, you can't reach my head. Okay, you can't you can't get up there, so that's not going to bode very well for you. Yeah. Okay, but I can sure reach yours if I want to. Okay, oh yeah, and I could ragdoll you if I want to, and I can move you around. Like a fucking bingo chip, okay? So, a bingo chip, Steve. Wow. I like it. Um, I don't hate that. Yeah. You know what I mean, though, Steve? That was always this really attractive side to that guy uh, I, as, as a sportsman, you know? Yeah, everybody who knew him here in Ottawa or had a chance to meet him, he was the gentle giant, is the gentle giant. And, and it definitely seemed like a scenario where he could end somebody, but always let up he understood mm-hmm. i think through most of his career i mean there were incidents you know habs fans are yelling at their devices right now what about max pacioretty and time chara slammed him into the stanchion what right. about that but for the most part i think most people who've had encounters with zdeno chara would say he is absolutely a gentleman um i don't think it ever reached the lady bing stage or anything like that right but it uh it certainly i mean if he, if he came in with a true mean streak uh, he would have left a lot of injured people in his wake. And uh, there's so many commendable things about the guy's career. And uh, if he does decide to call it quits after the Islanders were mathematically eliminated from the playoffs as they were, um, I mean, I think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's that good. Yeah. So how, how many years, Steve, has he played? Uh, let me give you a feel for how many. or so, something? Or? Um, how about that? His first season came one year before Wayne Gretzky retired. Oh. And certainly it was a great one of the great trades in Ottawa Senator history. Most people would remember it. It happened back in 02. Alexi Ashen, who'd been pretty much complaining about everything from the day he arrived mm-hmm. in Ottawa, though he's still one of the great players in Sens history. They finally decided to cut bait and trade him to the Islanders. And so Yashin goes there and Ottawa gets Zdeno Chara. They get the pick that would become Jason Spezza. And so I kind of set them up for the next few seasons. Hell of a trade there. They also picked up Bill McCalt, who we'll never forget as well. Yeah, Bill McCalt would be a guy that would be known for 
playing 70 games in his one NHL season with the Sens and scoring zero goals. This is a forward. Uh, he might have been in Edmonton for a bit. Um, if you look at his career. Like, no. Two with Vancouver, two with the Islanders, one with the Sens, and one with the Wild. But just to play 70 games at forward in the NHL and get zero goals, that's uh, that's Tough sledding there. Not yeah, good. Yeah, tough yeah. sledding. The only guy I can think is playing longer, although maybe not in the NHL anymore. Um uh, is because I think he's I think he owns a team over in the KHL is Yarmer Yager. He does, yeah. His dad's old uh, team. Uh yeah, and I I I think he plays. Like I think yeah. he's an owner player. Yeah, something like that. So he's racking up the years as a as a skater. Oh God, <laughs> yes. And as he, he's I think I think the word was that part of the reason he's still playing is because it's his dad's old team. He used to be the owner of it. Now Yager owns it himself. And he feels like the team will go down the tubes if he's not playing as the marquee right. name. So, um, and there's also the little issue of he's had a, he didn't mind putting a couple of shekels down on this or that. Loves the gambling there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, to close it out, what I wanted to mention, you mentioned the standings out of the gate and uh, looking up and down the standings right now. This is the time of year where one of two things are happening. Either you're out of it and you're auditioning new guys, or maybe you're as a bad team playing spoiler and sometimes you'll say, well, the teams that are in and clinched and well, well entrenched in the postseason picture, maybe they'll rest mm-hmm. some guys or, you know, really tune things up for the playoffs. I'm really quite amazed when I look right now at, say, the top eight teams overall in the NHL. It is ridiculous how well they continue to play down the stretch here. Like they're, they're all playing like they're fighting for their playoff lives. So here's your top eight right now. Colorado's number one, and in their last 10, they're nine and one. The Florida Panthers in their last 10 are next. They're 10 and 0. Toronto, eight, one and one. Carolina, maybe the exception at five and five. Then it's the Rangers, seven and two. Calgary, seven and two. St. Louis, nine, oh, and one. Minnesota, six, one and three. Like just nobody is mailing it in. I think almost yeah. everybody's taking the stance of hit the ground running at playoff time. Don't you know? Don't get in a mode of, you know, kind of half-assing it. Whether it be giving guys you know the night off here and there, spelling them, um, they everybody seems to want to hit the ground running. And I think that's that's probably the best philosophy. If I was a coach, that's yeah. probably what I'd be preaching right now. Well, my t- you didn't mention my team, Stevie. They're eight one and one. The Oilers. Yep, yep. they're in thirteenth place. There's some others that are in the playoffs Vancouver right now. Vancouver might be. Uh, let's let's look at Vancouver here too, pal. Seven uh, two and one. They've won six yeah, straight. Jesus, they're not in right now. They've <laughs> got a. They're gonna have to go like stink to get in, but they have won six in a row. So the Canucks are making things much more interesting. And uh, yeah, more the more Canadian teams, the merrier in, in the playoffs for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's call it quits right there. Um, let's do that, and we'll do it with a final thought if, of how about we'll the call USFL? It quit, Steve, if you stay healthy. <laughs> But I wanted to tip my cap as a final thought to the USFL. First league I can ever remember where a team actually cut a player over a food choice incident. I guess. uh, What is that all about? I saw the headline. I didn't even read it. I went, this has got to be stupid. Uh, Pittsburgh Maulers head coach Kirby Wilson couldn't avoid the inevitable questions regarding the release of running back Devion Smith after the club's 17-3 loss in its USFL opener on Monday night. They released a uh, documentary in the weeks leading up to week one of the league's reboot, showcasing teams training camp practices and locker room buildup. And in the documentary, a clip went viral regarding the Maulers cutting Smith. 
And the reason he was cut was apparently because he ordered pizza instead of chicken salad. Oh, come on. Yeah, true story. Publicity stunt, Steve. No, I'm just saying, they, they actually have like, you know, that HBO Hard Knocks type thing. Like it's one of those sort of documentaries. And so yep. the guy goes in and he like looks confused. Because he didn't say he was cut for chicken salad versus pizza. It was a set of standards we go by as a football team. Those standards were not met. That individual knew we had a prior agreement that led to a later misunderstanding. Once those incidents were brought to my attention, I addressed them immediately. The incidents included pizza instead of chicken salad. Settle down. So okay, lame. everyone just settled down. Yeah, exactly. Not a good look. Not a good look. Um, no. Anyway, good luck to the USFL. That should be, you know, I should probably mention something that happened in the USL before I get into the, but they had their first game on the weekend. And just, so, good luck. What a, what, a way to, what a way to come flying out of the blocks. You're trying to promote a new league, right? And the commissioner wakes up and goes, well, that'll really help us there. Yeah, that that yeah. won't make this look push league or anything. Yeah. You, know? you were supposed to get chicken salad. But you didn't want to do that, did you? <laughs> anyway. You had you had chicken instead of pizza. That's wild. <laughs> Our website is Steve W. My dad Project. got shot. What, shot you a look? No, no, he got shot. <laughs> you saw that video I sent you yesterday. <laughs> yeah, no. My dad got shot. What, shot you a look? No. <laughs> shot in the face. Our website is stevewproject.com. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks, Jimmy. Good night, everybody. We'll see you. Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today or support us on Patreon at stevewproject.com.